Yes, you are in. You're back. And thank you so much for sharing uh, when worthy. And well, I'm going to share it if it's not worthy. Anyway, uh, if you like this, this is a great play of the day. Might drop for any of you that are struggling out there and asking why and what and how. And I don't get this. Or maybe some of you are looking for a sign or an answer. Here you go. Here is your play of the day. I didn't hear a thing. The play of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Swung on. And hit in the air to right. <laughs> and that ball is gone. How do you develop endurance? How do you keep on doing the right thing year after year after year when you don't always feel like doing the right thing? You don't always feel like staying married. How, how do you keep on doing the right thing when you don't feel like it? You don't always feel like getting up and going to work. How do you have that persistence? How do you handle prolonged pain? By doing what Moses did, and that is hearing from God, getting close to God, listening to God, hearing to God, staying connected to God. Moses had a burning bush. You don't need a burning bush because he wrote it all down and it's in here. Everything God wants to say to you is right here. You don't have to go have some mystical experience. People say, why didn't God just write it in the sky? He's not going to. He wrote it in a book. Stop looking for a vision. Start looking for a verse. Stop looking for a sign in the sky. Start looking for a scripture in the word. It's all here. It's all here. And it will give you the ability to pass the how long test when you're going through prolonged pain, continuing to persist without knowing how long. Hebrews 11.27, last verse. By faith, he, that's Moses, uh, left Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. He persevered. How did he persevere? Because he saw him who is invisible. You keep your eyes on God. If you keep your eyes on, on your pain, you're going downhill. If you keep your eyes on the pain reliever, on the savior, on the God who loves you, you're going to go through it. Now, there's a lot more I can say about this, but we're out of time. Which of these tests are you facing right now? An impossible task? And you're going, what, Lord, what? Uh, uh, are you considering a major change? And you're going, where, Lord, where? Or, or are you facing a, a delayed promise? A delayed answer? When, Lord, when? Are you facing an unsolved problem? How, Lord, how? How are you going to do this? Are you facing a senseless loss that you're grieving over? Why? Lord, why? Are you struggling with prolonged pain? How long, Lord? You know, there's nothing wrong with asking God what and when and where and why and how and how long. As long as you understand, you're not going to get the answer. The real issue is what are you going to do when you don't get an answer? Even Jesus on the cross said, my God, my God, why? So it's okay for you to ask why, but he didn't get an answer. And you won't either. The key is, will you trust God without knowing how or when or why or how long or where? 
I don't have time to go in this, but there's a pattern seen in all three of these men. I wrote it down to Bob, uh, your outline. I won't teach you on it, but an op- first God gives you an opportunity. He gives you a promise. Then there's an obstacle or an opponent that holds you back. Then there's an ordeal and it's a waiting or testing period. You're going to go through that over and over and over hundreds of times in your life. So let me summarize what it means to live by faith. It's facing the future without knowing what. Faith is following God's leading without knowing where. Faith is waiting on God's timing without knowing when. Faith is expecting a miracle without knowing how. Faith is trusting God's purpose without knowing why. Faith is continuing to persist without knowing how long. This is a test. Let's bow our heads. With their heads bowed, with human test, the key is knowing all the answers. But with God's test, the key is not knowing all the answers. With God's test, the key is trusting God to know the answer. Pray this prayer in your heart. Follow me as I say this prayer. Dear God, say it in your mind. Dear God, I want to be a man or a woman of faith. I want to be a man or woman of character that you can use in a mighty way. So dear Jesus Christ, help me face the future in faith without knowing what. Jesus, help me follow your leading without knowing where. Help me wait for your timing without knowing when. Help me to expect a miracle without knowing how. Help me to trust your plan and purpose without knowing why. And help me to continue to persist and endure without knowing how long. If you've never opened your life to Christ, say, Jesus Christ, come into my life right now. Be my manager of my life, the Lord of my life. Be the Savior of my life. I need you. In your name I pray. Amen. Wow. I don't know. Does that hit you like me? I as amazing. Very good. Thank you, Pastor Rick. You can find more of that, Pastor Rick Warren at Daily Hope, dailyhope.com. That one is entitled God Tests Your Faith Part 3, and that was published on the 12th of December. 2022. So here's the deal. A bit of reaction. Part of this is confession for me. And then I'll be curious how it compares to you. And you can contact us anytime. Contact me anytime. Uh, Tommy P at frydudes.com. Hit us up at the at the uh, webpage. Hit us up at the contact us page. Uh, I would love to know your thoughts on this. Here's bottom line. I've said it all along. Life is a test. It is. And either you're passing 
or failing. And at times, by the way, we all fail. Uh, Romans 3.23, there you go. And at times, it can be super crappy and the worst. And when I say worst, like brutal, like, well, being nailed to a cross. And we ask why and what and how and when. And I loved that point that he made. Sometimes we don't get the answer. And we will not get the answer until after this broken planet, after this unfair and brutal life at times. For some of you, definitely. For others, okay. You got a little easier. But again, unfair, I will argue. So, do you have faith when you don't have the answers? Say, in other words, this is the deep ones now, okay? You, the skeptics, the fringe, you're not going to get this. But for the ones that are deeper, this is where you get challenged. This is part of your test. Do you have faith when you don't know the answers and you don't understand what's going on? And you probably do. And God bless you. It's easier said than done. And we can be like a Peter where we're like, no way I'll do that. No way I would deny. No way I would question. But then for some of you, you really haven't been tested. I mean, have you looked at stage four cancer in the face? Have you lost a child, for example? Then you and you haven't been fully tested on certain fronts like others. But the other thing, I think this is a pastorickism. Uh it says that the the Bible is the owner's manual for life. And I agree. I've read that thing now front and back, front and back, front and back many times. A lot of the answers are in there, a lot, or at least realization that uh, God's best go through some of the worst, right? And I, again, when I say that, there's multiple. I mean, there's count. Well, there's count. You can count the examples, but there's countless examples beyond the Bible where people have just been so treated unfairly and unjustly. Uh, and can you really think of anything worse than your own son being nailed to a cross? So, yes, the worst does happen to the best. We're promised that this isn't it. We're promised, Revelation 21.4, that there will be no more tears, no more pain, and I know it's hard to believe. And then we have multiple examples, in fact, 13 million of them, in a podcast, I think back in 20, called What Happens When You Die, just search that on the FryDudes.com platform. Um, Gallup. If you don't believe in the Bible, I'm sure you believe in Gallup and the surveys and polls. 13 million Americans polled that had out-of-body afterlife experience when they flatline. So as we go into the holiday season, uh, or whenever you listen to this, it doesn't have to be Christmas, but for, for some of you have gone through some really hard times or going through some very brutal times right now, this isn't it. And we all have to go through this eventually. We're all going to get sick someday. We're all going to die someday. That is promised for the wages of sin is death. Just some of you are going through it a little sooner than others. And one other poll, I, this is tough love. It just is. But I've, I've seen a theme now, especially even within the Fry Dudes. And I'm guilty of this. I've been on record confessing this. Uh, part of the test. Have you been putting your loved ones above God? And you don't believe in God. Well, of course you have. But I'm, I'm again, I, 
This is intended for the deeper audience. Well, we hit the whole spectrum, right? From fringe to deep. For you deep ones, are you putting your loved ones in front of God? I am guilty of this. I confess it. I've gotten better at it. That Matt 22, 36 through 40 um, priority. Love God with all your heart, soul, and mind. That is one. Then two is love others. And that goes beyond just your loved ones. Way beyond. Anyway, food for thought on that test. I think sometimes we make human relationships a rock. I have. And that's when you get into super depression. When you get let down. For everyone's flawed, Romans 3.23, you're going to be let down by that human being. One way or the other. And some of you have pretty good relationships. But inevitably, flawed people create flawed situations. But your God is perfect. The Alpha and Omega has your back. You have a Savior who says there is no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. Romans 8.1. That is your gift. That is your choice. Whether you want it or not, it's sitting on the table, sitting under that tree. Sitting under that Christmas tree if you want it. All right, that's it. Short and sweet today. Thank you again, Pastor Rick. Thank you for joining. And please, if worthy, share someone, especially someone that might be down and out, or maybe it's the deeper one that may has the priorities outlined. We all need love and encouragement. First Thessalonians 5.11. Check it out. Much love. Now go. Love God. Love others. Check in the next time.